You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses. Today, I want to talk about financial priorities and how to figure them out. I love, love, love this topic. It sounds sophisticated, and I get a lot of clients, especially at the beginning of the engagement, where you kind of just have this overwhelm, but it's really not. And I want to think about this in this kind of time frame. It's really about your goals, your life goals, which in turn are financial goals because they require capital or money. That's it. That's really the simple formula. So let me kind of walk you through the process that's going to help you sit down and just take some time and think this through uh, because it's really not a hard um, topic, but we kind of get caught up um, about it in our head. All right. So step number one is really just to take a step back and assess where you are. I want you to get lost in the sea of day-to-day stuff, expenses, income, paying bills, paying off debt, spending money, just focusing on everyday stuff. But really give yourself that space to become crystal clear of what it is that you actually want. That is the question you're answering in this whole exercise. What is it that I want? One of the things I've done a number of times in my, in the last probably five years, maybe even 10 years, uh, of me looking out for for coaches and and and, and directions and and you know life coaches business coaches and some of the masterminds and i it's called the wheels of life it's um it's basically you take a circle and you divide it into eight different areas and so when you start a coaching relationship with someone they kind of have you do this assessment but why i bring this up now because i really like that for for getting ourselves a clarity and so here's some of the the areas that you would focus on if you draw the circle and you just divide in into these quarters. So be family and friends, romance, personal growth, fun and recreation, physical and environment, business, career, finances. So I love that one. And health. So you basically have eight pieces and then you actually write out what is it that you want to achieve in each of these area, areas. You first mark on the circle from from the center of the circle all the way to the to the outer edge um, uh, a line from one to ten and so you give yourself a mark and say okay right now probably in the health area I feel like I'm a I'm a four because I haven't been exercising consistently or my diet is off my finances are like a three or they're a nine because I've been doing these things so you write this this out for yourself I like this as a precursor precursor to actually creating or starting to talk about numbers and financial goals because here you kind of sort of put all your your thoughts on the paper and all of a sudden you start to see things that you are not focusing on. So answering that question, what do you actually want, 
it, this is a really helpful exercise. But step number two from there would be to make a list. Like write everything down. If you were trying to come up with ideas, now you have a list. And I am a big believer if you haven't written it down, it is not a goal. It is just a wish. And it really ne never will become a goal because you're just thinking about it. And we have a lot of thoughts in our head throughout the day. So write it down. So for example, if we were to create a financial goal out of outlining our life wheel, what would it look like? Uh, let's use a simple example. Maybe we're wanting to buy a house. This is a hot topic these days because we spend a lot of time at home working, living and stuff like that. So how much does it cost? So think about that. How much down payment do you need? 10%, 15%, 20%? What is, what is, once you identify those numbers, then they become your target. So if we want to buy a million dollar home, we need 20% down payment. We need to have $200,000 available for down payment. Now, when is that goal going to take place? So set a timeline for that. Is it in next year? Is it this year? Is it in five years? So all of a sudden, this, this idea of, okay, oh my gosh, we wanted to buy a house, never really had a plan for it, has concrete steps that you can start to implement. And so you can do this for all of the things on your priority list, right? Just write it down. Give yourself a dollar amount and the, and the timeline. This is when it starts to become real. And then the last step is to decide what really you're going to focus on, right? And it's not like, okay, Anna, you just had me make this list and now you're gonna have me pick and choose what I'm gonna focus on. And I know it's not easy, but because we're as humans always want this instant gratification and our goals are gonna constantly collide one with one another because of the timeline that we set up. So rank order your goals based on the priority of your timeline. So make them in these three, put them in these three timelines. Next three years, next five years, or say five to seven years, and then seven years or more. So three next three years will be our short-term timeline, five to seven would be our midterm timeline, and then seven years plus a long-term timeline. When you're looking at your goals outline and you have it broken down like that, all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh. So if I was planning to retire in 10 years or more, right, or 20 years from now, more. Now all of a sudden that's clear, right? That's on the horizon for what I'm planning to do. But these, here are all these things that I'm going to work on in the next three years. So I always look at this as a space to give me, you know, clarity, but also allow me to allocate my resources. Because if we continue to work, and, and, and the, the interesting part about the step number three, where we're setting priorities, the bottom line is that you have to set priorities to focus on all of your goals, which is a little bit kind of backwards when I talk about priorities. But you can't be missing out on time, right? And the time is what really helps you achieve what you want, especially if you have long-term goal that requires a lot of savings, requires a lot of time. So I know there's always going to be these competing priorities, but you've got to focus on all, on all of it. And that's why organizing it and laying it out is a first step. It really does help. And like one of the struggles I get from clients all the time or more of objections is this, and for those who have kids, is should I save for my kids' education 
versus my own retirement. And we have this conversation with our friends um, who have you know kids that that are Liam's age, you know, two year old or you know even younger or older. So like, what's what's the priority and where do you focus? And it really depends. But I would say. If you didn't have adequate savings or assets, right, by the time you're going to retire, or if you're not going to be able to accumulate, then you need to reshift your priorities. You probably need to focus on taking care of yourself versus saving for college education for your kids. And so this is me speaking from from the seat of a financial planner. If I take my head off as a financial planner and really think about this as a mom, um, do I agree with it? Probably not entirely 100% in my heart, but I agree 100% with it in my head. So that is why I'm giving you this framework today. So you can stay, start laying out these kinds of um, you know, timelines and these kinds of goals for you because you wouldn't have to pick between you know, saving for, for my own retirement or saving for my, own, for my own priorities versus doing something for your family. So I hope this is helpful and don't, don't stress out, right? Because you have time and you can focus on these things, but you've got to create the space for yourself, for your mind really to see the, these things clearly. All right. Let me know if you have any questions until next time. Remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, Money Boss, thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone, uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.